Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, Simpsons Halloween. All right, everybody, welcome to the confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined today by co-host Mike G. How are you, Mike? I'm good. What have you been up to? Working and living right. in comedy. Work and live in comedy. Yeah. Uh, that, how's comedy going order. for you? You know, hit or miss. Right, right. Some nights it's good. Last night was okay. Okay. Tried some new stuff. Had okay. A, had some luck. Now you had a you had a, a a tweet or something that did pretty well recently, or a, what yeah. was it? So I put there's a Reddit subreddit called Reddit Stand Up Shots, mm-hmm. and it's like a mm-hmm. picture of a comedian and, and like one of their jokes. Right. And so I put one on there, and I'd put one on before, and I got like 16 people liked it. That's pretty and good. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. And then like I put one on a week later, and I got like 3,000. Whoa. Who liked it. I don't know if I've ever gotten 3,000 likes on anything. It was pretty cool. And then yeah. since then they've all been like four people. Well, that's but that still one, pretty good. that one, yeah, right. it well, shows you what the possibilities enough are. Enough suspense, Mike G. What was the joke? I said, "Be nice to everyone, because people are fighting battles that you don't know about. And if they're fighting battles that you don't know about, then they got weapons that you don't know about." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> nice, dude. Have, have you built on that further since, or, or is that the whole, the whole bit? I think that's the whole bit. I feel like you could take it further. Yeah, keep going. I kind of think so. Well, I tried. You know, I tried like messing with it. I started like making up like weird weapons. Right, right. But, like they never, like it never landed. Sure, sure. So I kind of just gave up. But maybe well, it takes I, time. You know, yeah, maybe I should go back we to add a great thing to an already great bit. It takes time, but it's yeah. done. I maybe think. I should spend more time like. Practicing, but that like, bit, as it stands, weapons. is like it's like almost just like a profound statement. Yeah, it's not right. really. It's like, like half it's joke, like, half. Oh, like so, fortune oh, so you're saying there's yeah, actually totally. some value. Yeah. So I'm saying like, yeah, you probably could tack on something. Because like, even when you stopped it there, I was like, it's a good joke. But it's also pretty fucking true. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if you took it to the next level. So if you put it in front of an ocean view and yes, with yeah, quotes. That could have easily been on like a Visco post Jack, or something Jack like Hanny, some 25-year-old, 21-year-old girl uh, in her Instagram story for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> today, w- what are we discussing today, Mike? Simpsons Halloween. Oh episodes. yeah, Treehouse of Horror, if you yeah. will. I don't know why they always stuck with that name. That's it made sense for the first one, but anyway, our guest today is a friend of mine. She and I worked together a long, long time ago, and we would talk Simpsons constantly. Awesome. Uh, this woman is also a prolific painter and musician. Please welcome Bridget Simino. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming, Bridget. Thank you for having me. My first ever podcast. Wow. And maybe your last. Yeah, we'll see. What are you working on these days? Well, uh, I am working rehabbing the murals from 1850 in Johns Hopkins Summer Home right now. Whoa. And then tomorrow I'm flying to the sunny Bahamas to... Painting mural in a terribly rich person's house. Wow. So cool. I'll be doing the laundry at the gym I work <laughs> at tomorrow. So that's pretty cool. Wow. That's incredible. How'd you how'd you land those things? Uh, it's just uh, word of mouth and knowing mm. people. And I've been working in this industry for a while. So everybody kind of knows who I am. And That's great. It's really nice. Awesome. It's pretty cool. Cool. Is there anywhere we can see some of your work online? or You can find my work at BridgetSeminoArt.com, in fact. Awesome. And like me on Facebook, or like me on Instagram, and friend me on Facebook. <laughs> um, you're also a musician, Bridget. Indeed. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Do you have any shows coming up? Our next show is at an old person's home, which I'm not entirely sure if it's open to the public. Uh, <laughs> but I believe if it that is, I am there on the second of November. That is actually the type of thing Mike G would would make me go to. He recently you can I, he, have I, your pick. He brought us to uh, the uh, the Mennonite Choir performance uh, so in Hamden, and it <laughs> yes. was amazing. Yeah, it was so yeah. cool. 
You could have your pick of any of the blue hairs if you go there. Oh, right. oh so, man. You, know, you, you do have that kind of 1950s kind of swagger yeah. going. Like they will make so, you food. The fedora. Speaking make of the, sure you're of in the, church in the morning. Of the old people's homes. I. This is like a story that it's one of those like, I don't know if it's true because it was like a friend of a friend. But like a friend of a friend There was a worked, hook hanging out of the door. Yeah, <laughs> no, he worked at a old people's home. And this old guy was like, dude, I'm going to give you my Corvette because you're cool. And he's like, I can't accept gifts. And he's like, fuck this job. Just take the Corvette. So he got a Corvette. <laughs> That's amazing. Quit his job. Wow. Wow. Yeah, oh, he quit the like job? He had to. Oh, he, like, did he have awesome. to like do any special favors no, for the old guy man? Just he like, just uh, there might have been a few details well, you know what? left <laughs> Maybe you, you left might have that left that part, part out of the story. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what's, what's, what's your... Uh, musical. Do you have one group? Or? Uh, right now, I have two groups. One of which has only performed twice. Uh, we are, and we don't really have a name yet. I think we're leaning towards the Maids of Dishonor, the and we would our shtick. We're a three part harmony singing group, and we would wear uh, the ugliest matching bridesmaids <laughs> dresses that we can find. That's and nice. Sing, sing in close nice. three part nice. harmony, it, it, a la the Andrews Sisters. And the one that I sing in the other one is called Tongue and Cheek Jazz Band. You can often hear us on In the Mood with Ken Jackson really? on NPR. Yes. Wow. We are a favorite of his. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and cool. we are actually playing in Federal Hill on November 2nd at Bookmaker's Cocktail Club. Wow. Well, anywhere you have a three-piece vocal group, you wanted to be in Federal Hill for sure. No, this is, this, that was, that's Tongue and Cheek <laughs> Jazz Band, which is more of like oh, okay. a hot... Hot jazz band. Okay. So. Well, that's great. That's awesome. Glad so much stuff is working out for you. Um, all right. So, Simpsons Halloween. Bridget, you're, you're a pretty big Simpsons fan, are you not? I am a Simpsons fan as it extends to season one through about season 12. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's whoa. about as far as I can well, that, give expert even that knowledge is, on. I mean... Firstly, I <laughs> Simpsons is one of those rare things that kind of wasn't that great at first and then got better hmm. uh, around season two and three. You like season one, though? Well, you know, it's not so much that I like it is that I know it. What, sure. What my I loved parents it when I was would do is my mom is the ultimate recorder of everything. She's the, really? always the one with a video camera, always the one with a camera, Whoa. and she would tape stuff yeah. just to keep us occupied right, so right. she could get shit done during the day. So. Uh -huh. I had so many Simpsons episodes on tape nice. that I would just watch over and over again, oh, and I would man. memorize them. So. Did you did you like take them to college and stuff? I feel like there's always, always one kid had that them, had yeah. Simpsons on VHS. Yeah, I always I just always had them right. and would watch them. And, That's awesome. You know, when the DVDs came out, I got every single one of them, so I just reinforced right, it. Right. So there's a huge chunk of my brain taken up in Simpsons. Sure, Simpsons sure, quotes. me too. And so you went all the way to season twelve. I feel like I'm a I'm an eight or nine guy. I agree that the best stuff was then, but I uh -huh. I think there are still gems to be had okay. in right. the later episodes. The, the season where the 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 premiere was the New York episode. Yeah, that's when it went downhill. Yeah, there's still some good stuff in that one too. What season sure. is that? That one is, I believe, season. It was let's see, because it was before 2001. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't true. know. Maybe uh, ten or eleven. Yeah, yeah, it's either ten or eleven. There. Yeah, I think I was in eleventh grade when that one came out. I'm not that good with numbers. Seven ninety eight. All right, but we're discussing the Simpsons Halloween today. Yes. I actually had uh, the four first ones of those on VHS recorded, mm -hmm. and they didn't do one the first season, so you didn't get a crappy first season one. Yes, it was two, three, four, two, three, four, and five. And uh, I watched those endlessly, so I could like. The only reason I know the Raven by heart is because of that. Me too, actually. <laughs> but, but they leave a lot out in the Simpsons. Yeah, one. there's they like do verses it they down. didn't put in, but yeah. it's so good. And yeah. I can't think of whatever I read it. I can't think of anything other than James Earl Jones and Homer right, reading. Right, right, you know? right, right. Well, we'll get to that. That's that's an important one, and we will so we will discuss that one at length. Get your microphone a little closer there, Bridget. Oh, sorry. Sorry, okay. I keep forgetting. I'm All used right. to screaming into a microphone, so it's far <laughs> away. I'll try to be louder. All right, so our first confession is from Jared Stern, D.C., Districts of Columbia. Heard of it? Yes. Uh, my favorite segment is Bart Simpson's Dracula from season four, probably the most quotable of all of them, and the level of parody is Mel Brooks' Sharp. 
However, for the best overall episode is season five with all three segments, arguably arguably top ten. The Shining, the Time Travel Toaster, and the Cannibal School Cafeteria. Copped off with the gas that turns people inside out and Santa's little helper dragging Bart off. Great twisted fun. God, I miss the days when you could just watch a Simpsons episode and know that you were going to get quality from front to back like yep. that, you know? Yep, and, and especially the season five one, mm. that is, like he said, every single one of those episodes yeah. is gold. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the the toaster one, the just the joke where he gets his hand caught in the toaster and he screams <laughs> and he's bashing it off, and then he's like... <sighs> and he slides down the wall, and they're like, Dad, it's in there again! <laughs> Mike, so G- <laughs> Mike and I were discussing this earlier, how the Simpsons could take like kind of like stuff that might be kind of hacky in the wrong hands, you know, just silly, dopey stuff like that, and just making it perfect somehow. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of that, I know this doesn't really relate to the Halloween episode, but there is this episode of Cheers where the whole episode hinged on them mispronouncing this guy's name. Uh-huh. And so it was like the same joke over and over and over again throughout the episode. But like when they showed it, it didn't get a laugh the first time. Right, right. And it didn't get a laugh any of the other times. So like from then on, like no TV show would ever do the same joke over and over again. Huh. Until Simpsons. The Simpsons, yep. the Rake episode. Oh, I, maybe you told me about this. Somebody did. I think I might talk about yeah. this. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the rake thing. Like, that's that's so vaudeville old, you know, but like somehow they just make it perfect. You know, it's like they took it up to another level. Right, right. Ah, so good. So, the vampire episode is so good. I think about that one all the time. We're going to Mr. Burns' country house in Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Super fun, happy slide. Fun heavy sludge. You ever, you Die, fell beast. Dad, um, that's his crutch. <laughs> <laughs> that's so many good ones. See, like that, that could. His haircut is so queer. <laughs> Shut up. It was the boy. Wait, they say queer that one. Yeah, they do. I remember, like, yeah. they would say that every now and then yeah, for some reason. Yep. What were you gonna say, Mike? Uh, it was it was like a tangent of a tangent. It made no sense. So <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything well, less okay. from you, buddy. Uh, what else was on that? Uh, 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 let's see. The Shinning. The Shinning is a perfect Which one. I actually said glad to rake your acquaintance earlier today. <laughs> what, what was that? Uh, when he's he's Freddy Krueger. Oh, is, that's not in that one. I'm sorry. Uh, that's yeah, the Shinning. Oh, year. sorry. I'm mixing them up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, the Shinning is the, you want to get, <laughs> isn't it the Shining? No. You want to get sued? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, that was awesome. How did they they summed up a whole movie in like a six minute slot? Somehow. Yeah, pretty good. It's amazing. No beer, no TV, make home or something, something. <laughs> <laughs> Urge, Urge to, to kill. kill rising. <laughs> so many guys. Rising, fading, gone. Um. All right. Well, Bridget. Yes. What would you say if you had to choose one? Your number one favorite Treehouse of Horror segment. I'm gonna go with Homer, the Homer and Dev. The Devil and Homer Simpson. Classic. Absolutely. Yeah, we were nice. talking about, about that, that one yeah. earlier. So freaking good. Homer sells so, his soul. You like donuts, eh? <laughs> uh huh. Well, have all the donuts <laughs> in the world. <laughs> so good. And he eats literally all the donuts <laughs> in the world and he's happy about it. Yeah. Doesn't the devil just, he just like loses all steam? I don't remember. I just no, remember the devil being he, like, oh, He gets okay. tried. He gets sent to hell. He go. He goes to, like, instead of spending the night in, like, holding, you know, he's he sold his soul to Flanders uh, for a donut because he wanted a donut so bad. Right. And, you know, he came to collect, and he's like, you can't have my soul. And he signed a contract. Lionel Hutz was his lawyer. <laughs> and uh, they were having the, you know, the trial, and the trial had to like go for more than one day, so he had to spend the night in hell before like the verdict uh, could be right, read. Right. And then he had a love letter from Marge that said, "I give you my soul," or he gave it a love yeah, letter to Marge yeah. that said, "I give you my soul." Right. Oh, so and he got so ne- neg- it was legally the property of Marge Simpson. Oh, and not the that's sweet. Yeah. It didn't Lionel Hutz have some good lines in that one? Like uh, a contract. Let's, what is the definition of a contract? It's a, a document that is unbreakable. It's unbreakable. Excuse me, I must go to the restroom, and then he just runs away and doesn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I think that's the one where he says, um, uh, what does he say? He says, uh, don't you worry. I watched Matlock in a bar last night. The, <laughs> the sound, sound was off, off, but I think I got the gist. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel Hutz was such a good character. He was the best. R.I.P. Smoky Phil Hartman. Monkey. So sad. I can't believe it's a law firm. <laughs> to this <laughs> day, with stand-up, I still... I think I can't believe it's not anything is funny, no matter what yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't know why. Wait, you can't think what anything is funny? Well, anytime anyone does a joke, I know it's hacky, but anytime anyone does a I can't believe it's not blank joke, I love it. I can't. Okay. Like, I can't a butter. Gotcha. Right, right. Anything gotcha. but butter. Yeah. I think, yeah. I isn't The Simpsons so iconic for the it's funny because it's true? That was yeah. in The Simpsons. Yeah, that was in The Simpsons. You hear that at least once a week. Well, yeah. what, what was the context but of that? They, they that was like the mafia. Taken... Yeah, I feel like that was a saying before. No, that. it was it was, was the it? episode where Homer is watching um, comedians, and one of them's like, "Black guys drive like this, but white guys drive oh, like yeah. this." He's like, oh, "No, no, I true. challenge so you." Lame. I cha- All right, that one's dare, so lame. Dare, but yeah, there's he another says one. So, he says, "This is true." It's so, true. I think so it's lame. I think it's the mafia guys are watching crusty do jokes or something. Yeah, it's something like, "Oh, it's funny because it's true." That was one, but there's another one. There's that like a bunch. Says. It happens anyway, a bunch. Anyway, I was gonna say, I feel sense. like there's a bunch of them. Right, yeah. Anyway, anywho, maybe it was a you were right about beforehand, but like. It became like in vogue again with the because Simpsons. of sure. so many things it that people say. Came Joe. back around as like uh, John Travolta in the nineties. Yeah, got got popular again. He's what was cool. that? And he did Michael. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> really, it's a great Halloween one. movie. Michael. Yeah, <laughs> he's dressed up like an angel. Oh, that movie! My grandmother That's took a, me to see that in the theater. Yeah, I saw it in like tenth grade or something. <laughs> <laughs> I she loved, loved it. Really. <laughs> I loved it too. I don't I remember. I, I remember just being like, "Yeah, that was like, a movie." Like, there's certain movies, if you see them with like your mom, you like have a soft spot where if sure. you're with your friends, you'd be like, "This sucks." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it with yeah. my grandmother, and what yeah. I mainly remember it was like John Travolta's riding the wave of his former of his Pulp Fiction yeah, yeah. persona right. into persona of oh, an angel. Yeah. There's a scene where he goes into this bar and he's like humping these women while he's dancing with them. What? Like, yeah. it's very weird. But he's he dancing the, the chain of fools. Him. All the girls love him because he <laughs> smells like all the girls' favorite yeah. stuff. Yeah. So one girl's like, oh, he smells like cookies. I honestly don't remember a single scene or line from that movie. Well, I saw it, it again. in like 1997. It was Halloween's right around the corner. Was there was there a worse time for movies than like 1997? Did powder come out around that time? That was ninety five. That was ninth grade for me. I remember that. Powder is a great reference. Yeah, that's a. (laughs) That movie has a lot of. I think I've actually told. I think I've like told people in the audience like, "Powder, thanks for coming, powder," or something like that. (laughs) Like you know, and you like make an audience member. Oh, I see. I see. I have a um. I have an association with that movie in my head with that lightning crashes by live song. <laughs> because but of the lightning? Because the, the video, well, pro- I think they came out around the same time. Uh, they both involve lightning. And if you remember the music video of uh-huh, that song, uh-huh. there is a bald, pale oh, okay. uh, woman. I think that was during a period that I didn't something. have MTV. Ah. Is there a reference to placenta in Michael, though? I bet that motherfucker would eat a p- placenta if it was put <laughs> in front of him. Don't they say something about placenta in that song? Uh, they do. Yeah. Uh, placenta falls to the floor. That is kind of an awesome song, though. I got <laughs> it's a great song. Live they were sucks, awesome but that, oh, I no, like they're live. terrible. I like I Alone. The Dolphins. Awesome. Yeah, I love Live. Yeah, actually, the one, maybe they were okay. Also, the dude was in Fight Club. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. When? You're thinking of Meatloaf. No. You, do you think it's because he kind of looks like Edward? No, he's the waiter. He's the waiter. Really? We can really? Google it. The we lead singer it. guy? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Why would, I will why would be looking that up. The lead singer of Live have a cameo <laughs> cool, club. that's why. <laughs> like the waiter <laughs> that's like, did I recommend yeah, that you I mean, not eat the chowder? Yeah. That guy? Him. All right. Oh, okay. Wow. All right, okay. Yep. Huh. I'm looking that up. Man, movie facts <laughs> here. Right did you know the lead singer of <laughs> Live? Oh, man. That's my favorite game to play in movies is you look for the lead singer of Live. You point him out. So My favorite game time. is like to think I know someone's not in a movie and then lose a bet and find out they are. That's <laughs> right. happened to me. Really? Yeah, it happened to me with Cool Hand Luke. Who's in Cool Hand Luke? Dennis Hopper. Powder. Dennis Powder. Hopper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I didn't believe it, and I was White wrong. White Hand huh. Luke. 
Pale never Hand seen Luke. Cool Hand Luke. I, had, I think I had But a, I can recite that speech from the Guns N' Roses song. I'll tell <laughs> you that I, right now. I, this is really embarrassing. I'm just going to say it, and I'm probably going to regret saying it, but I lost a bet, and I had to get a swirly. You, you stuck your head ah. in the toilet. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know swirlies actually happened outside of 70s movies. <laughs> it happened to me. Wow. Did somebody hold you upside down? No, I just had to dunk my head and flush well, it. That's, it was, I've that's done intense. worse stuff on, on bets. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. All right. Let's move on here. This is a long one. This is from Lindsay McDermott, Griffith, Indiana. And this is what we were talking about earlier. I'm an English teacher for ninth grade here in Indiana. When I was in public school, we had to go by the textbook provided, and one required reading was The Raven by Poe. So it's my first teaching, and October comes around, and I love Poe, so I cannot contain my excitement. We read it, and I talk about the internal and, and in rhymes. I talk about the imagery and the symbolism, and for years in a row, I got the same reaction. It's not scary. We would even read the cask of Amontillado. Amontillado. Oh, that's what I said. <laughs> and they still weren't impressed. That is a very scary one. Is it? I had a stroke of genius when I was Googling recordings of the poem. Can't use the one read by Vincent Price because they don't know who he is. Some with the one by Christopher Lee. Same with the one by Christopher Lee. But then I find one recorded by James Earl Jones. I listen to it. It sounds familiar. And I realize it's from The Simpsons. The Simpsons version is not that scary. If anything, it's a little silly. But what it does is it takes something that people don't consider scary and visually explains what happens in the poem. Kids, kids today don't know half the words used, so it places those words side by side with characters they recognize. Honestly, I was pretty. it was pretty brilliant of Matt Groening to use the Raven and the Treehouse of Horror episode. I use it every year now. I'm at a charter school now, but I still use it even though it's not required reading. The kids respond better to it and realize the horror isn't like a psycho killer or a zombie, but the existential dread that lies in all of us. They can connect those words with their own feelings. We realize uh, we finally can recognize our own darkness inside, realize that we are truly defined by the people who keep near us. We recognize that our existence is hell and torturous when we have <laughs> lost those we love. We are doomed to suffer. The kids love it, LOL. Awesome. She's a great writer. Yeah. Um, I will say that one kind of did freak me out a little bit. You know how nowadays there are, and this was true with like a lot of the, the Simpsons Halloweens. There's like creepy pastas and stuff where they'll, they'll take like SpongeBob or something and put them in some twisted, you know, there's like some secret lost episode and somebody commits suicide or something like the Simpsons Halloween episodes were kind of like that. You know what I mean? I was definitely never afraid of any of them. I was, I was mildly disturbed. Okay. Wait, which one was? She, was she, are we talking about the three D? The Ravens. One? Oh, the no, Raven. The Raven. It's the very first. The one yeah. that, like, I remember like messing with me a little bit was oh, Homer yeah, ended up one. being like yeah. three dimensional, right? Right. And, and he was all freaked out. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, like, yeah. I love real, that one. That like that was disturbing. <laughs> Why? Because he was like a cartoon, like stuck in the real world. It was like, horrifying. <laughs> well, he, he I was can totally, see that one's more of an existential yeah. dread. Yeah, like, that was like I just remember him being so like. He was all freaked out, and right. like, it, yeah, it messed me up a little bit. Not huh. really, but a little bit. <laughs> so as to her writing, as soon I, I mean, I would have liked The Raven as a poem anyway as a kid because mm. I was always into dark things, and I would have just liked it on principle. Right, right. right. But I had Poe books, but I don't think I actually read them. <laughs> yeah, but but um, like The Raven. I mean, every time I read that poem, I read it exactly as I heard it in The Simpsons. Right, me too. And, you know. Me too. All of the way to some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. <laughs> Only this and nothing more. And then he goes to bed, you know. They, so cute. They didn't even really try to make that one funny. Like, it was just, I mean, it was almost straight. Funny. Come that, back here, you little raven. <laughs> but it was like, oh, most the raven like, eat my shorts. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I feel like they tried to make that one like kind of scary and like kind of dark, and and that like freaked me out a little bit as a kid, you know. Um, what I'm an idiot, but what is the Raven about, really? It well, it's about a guy like mourning his lost love, essentially, right. and the Raven is the darkness, the sadness that will never lift from him, and mm -hmm. no matter what you know he does, and no matter how he tries to get it to go away, it uh -huh. won't. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's right. the I never knew. And that. I guess him saying nevermore or the Raven saying nevermore is that you'll nevermore have happiness or nevermore have hope. Oh because wow. Lenore is gone. Sure. What's and that? I mean Poe had a really sad and tragic life. Right, he, right. You know, he married his like I mean, I, I again I think this is right, but don't quote me on this historically, but I think he married his 
was in love with or married and or married his 14 year old yeah, cousin. Did. Yeah, he yeah. did. And uh, and she died very early yes, of yes. tuberculosis uh-huh, or some uh-huh. other such yeah. wasting disease. And of Jimmy the 19th regularly century. plays guitar at the place that he was found uh, dead oh, yeah? outside. Yep, of. I'm playing at the horse tonight. Uh, yeah, that's you where they found him in the gutter before he died. What you know what's weird about Edgar Allan Poe is like I think that the stuff you have to read when you're a kid is like some of the heavy. Like the Raven's pretty heavy. Like you just made more sense of it than I did until now, and I've you know. Probably read it, whatever. But like, you never read the other stuff that's like not as famous. Oh, you have to. But like, some of it is amazing. Like, there's a story called "Never Bet the Devil Your Head." Ooh, that sounds awesome. It's the funniest story. It's about this kid named Toby Dammit. It's the best (laughs) name ever. (laughs) Wow, was he a member of a punk rock band in the (laughs) seventies? It was just like it was about this dude who's just like constantly swearing. But like, there's this whole thing about how like his mom was left-handed. And so she slapped him the wrong way. Mm. Like you got to slap kids to the right because that's the way the world spins. If you slap, <laughs> and if you that's slap, what messed him up. Yeah, if you slap <laughs> them, oh if you what's wrong with the kids these days? If you slap them to the left, it's like it's going against the world, and so they turn bad. Of course. So it was like it was really funny. So it was like beat your kids, right. like beat them. You know. Yeah, I, I think most most child psychologists. That's like <laughs> one of the first things they tell you. I think Edgar Allan Poe is also credited with uh, creating the first detective novel. Or no detective way. story, oh, the yeah? first fictionalized detective story. Interesting. Before that was huh. before, I guess before. Uh, who's Sherlock? The, yes. Sherlock. Yep. Yeah. Way wow. before. Huh. huh. He was like pre-Civil War and before time cop. Oh, with Jean Claude. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Well before that, time that cop. That far back in time. Wow. Um, I will say this though: the even though I never really understood what the Raven was about as a kid. Uh, it still was scary and interesting just through the words and the cadence, you know. Like the word "nevermore" is just kind of creepy, you know. I don't okay, know. You, the cask of Montalado, you read that? That one's my favorite. I can't remember. That's a pretty messed so up. Which one is that? <laughs> you want to tell? Well, uh, a man. The the narrator of the story says, "I this man who has aggrieved me. He says he's given me many troubles over the years and he's done like terrible things to me. He never specifies what they are, but uh-huh. his grievances are many sure. with this guy. He lures him into his basement and is like, I have this cask of wine, Amontillado or however you pronounce it, uh, that you just need to try. Come down into my wine you cellar. You have got to try this. Amontillado. Yeah, and he brings him down into the wine cellar and he I don't know if he knocks him out. I can't remember the he exact story. Drunk. He just gets him drunk on the wine right. and then walls him up oh, in a wall yeah, and yeah. Like leaves him to die. That. And that's N- the end Nothing of it. good happens in gothic <laughs> novels in wine cellars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wasn't that where the body was in the Telltale Heart? No, it was under the floorboards. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Well, what about the uh, what about Hop Frog's Revenge? I remember I saw like a clip of that from some movie from the 70s I when I was a kid and it horrified me. Oh, that one's awesome. Interesting. It's Hot Frog Hop, Revenge. Hop Frog. Oh. There's like this this deformed uh gesture that the king just like keeps around to make fun of and mock and treat him like crap huh. and um and then they do like a, a fun little night where they like switch roles or something where he's like the king and see somehow that all the the, the aristocrats end up in chimp like uh, orangutan. That sounds suits. really familiar. Maybe I did yeah. read that one. And he uh he burns them all alive. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I gotta start reading more of this. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta get back into some Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, yeah. And in that same episode of The Simpsons, there's also the Z- dial Z for zombie. Oh yeah. And I believe the uh no. What are the other ones? Maybe it's not that one. No, because that's the third one. Shoot, I don't remember what the other two in the first Simpsons. In the first one, um, they were. Is it the one where Homer comes back to life as the robot man? Yes. I yeah, I think so. That they and bring... the aliens. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's what it is. That was always weird that there was an alien. They were. They are in every episode. Every by single, the way. Even every now? single oh, Halloween aliens. episode. Yeah. 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 That's the best. The oh best, man. The I best like line <laughs> ever. What were their names? I voted Kodos for Kronos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't blame me. I voted for Kronos. <laughs> what about? Uh, uh, that whole ep- actually when, that when God created- whole segment is probably one of my favorite ones too. Really so good. How to cook forty humans? Yes. 
Uh, no, like the the pong. one the like the political one with Bill Clinton. And, oh and, right, uh, right. They're holding. We can't help but notice, but you and your opponent are constantly holding hands. If you can think of a better way to exchange <laughs> long protein strands, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> yeah, that one's amazing. So good. <laughs> So good. Oh, Abortions man. for all. <laughs> Boo. All right. Abortions <laughs> for no one. Boo. Okay. Abortions for some. <laughs> Miniature American flags for others. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so good. I know. God, I got to start watching The Simpsons. So relevant yeah, to man. this day. No, I, I would say The Simpsons influenced my stand up more than most you know stand up. Yeah. What seasons? You That's guys what I want my. Like the, the way two, two, three. 10, yeah. in my yeah. opinion, yeah, yeah, but, you know, opinions vary. That's one of my favorite things to do is to eat pizza and watch Simpsons uh, episodes. I can still watch Friends. Night ever. Um, uh, I would say, as far as stand-up, I, I want it to be like a Simpsons episode. Yeah. I, like, I want, like, the way that it's just good from front to back, like, there's no real lulls. They don't, like, drag it out. And also how it's kind of, like, edgy, but not, like, overtly edgy. It's just, like, the right amount of cynicism and but also there's like a heart to it you know always at the heart mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every episode it's so cool yep yep all right mike g do you have a favorite simpsons Halloween? i mean it's sad that the only thing i remember is the chronos thing and it's kodos hang and then the 3d homer uh-huh and well tell us let's talk about the 3d homer a little bit more i don't even remember what happened before in the episode well each if i am correct i don't know if this is every I single know, one i know what happened but a lot of them have a twilight zone parody i don't think this one does this i thought one, that was a twilight zone thing now this one is uh, Homer, this has actually got one of my, also one of my favorite all-time ones in yeah. it. Uh, Patty and Selma are coming over, and Homer doesn't want to hang out with him. He's trying to find a place right, to hide, right, and the right. kids are already hiding in the closet, so he can't go in there. So he pulls aside a bookcase and goes behind it to hide, yeah, and yeah. he accidentally gets sucked into right. the third dimension. That wasn't a Twilight Zone? I, don't, I mean, I don't know, but how would it apply to maybe another I person. Was, I have not seen uh, all the, but maybe a person got sucked into the second dimension. Yeah, I dimension. think there was like something like that. I cannot remember what this thing is called, but I you probably saw it as too when you were a youngster in middle school. But they, at some point when computer, when computer animation was becoming a thing, mm. there was this video they would show you to be like, look what computers can do. Right, right, and right. it was like a world such right, as the one right, where he goes yeah. to that has like a shining pond and there's yeah. fish and there's all these different right. like e structures. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, did absolutely. you watch this thing? So that's I, what I, I think don't, they was were it going. one specific one, or were there just I, generally kind I don't of? No, I feel like I saw the same one over and over like again. That. But maybe like it you'd was see, like you'd be in Circuit City or something, and you like yeah. see him on the TV screen. This you was know? one I particularly watched in school, and I feel mm. like it was it was it was. Was the intro music called, all like? Yes, it was called like Odyssey of the Mind, even though right, it wasn't right. that. It yeah. was something like that. Sure, but anyway, sure. I'm, maybe one of your uh, listeners could right, write yeah. in and tell you, and then you can end this mystery yeah, forever. Yeah. But but Jimmy that's what I think they then. based it on. <laughs> is this because right. this looks very similar? Yeah, there's like yeah. the cone and all the other little things that are happening. God, in early it. '90s CGI yeah. was so bad. I love that one. But one of my it's favorite lines <laughs> is since the, the kids, there's two. <laughs> one of them, Patty or Selma, is wearing a coat and they're taking it off. And she's like, I'm baking like a meatloaf under all this wet wool. And I say that all the time now. <laughs> and then the other why line. Why is that that funny? There, I don't know why, but it's it just is. It's just <laughs> hilarious to me. But And then um, because I can envision it. Right, right. <laughs> that's very visceral. And then oh. the other one is the reason they're there in the first place is because they want them all to help pry the dead hermit crabs out of the shells they've gathered <laughs> off the beach on their last <laughs> vacation. And they're sitting around. And they're prying, and Patty or Sama goes like, "Hey, you can just suck them out." Uh, <laughs> so oh, Patty and Selma. So good. Love Patty and Selma. Yeah. Oh man. What about you, Mike? What's your favorite one? <sighs> um. Uh, you know, I think because I was a fan of. The, the thing that this was parodying so much, the horror at five and a half feet. Yes. 
uh, with which was a parody of the um, airplane sequence of uh, I think it's called like Terror at Ten Thousand yes. Feet or something. I believe William Shatner. Yes, is William the star Shatner of that was in one. the original one, and there's a, a gremlin on the wing, and nobody believes him. Oh my god, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yep. it's amazing. It's like it's like a perfect Twilight Zone episode. And then there was a terrifying remake of it in the movie, the yes. Twilight Zone movie with John Lithgow. That's I think what I saw. And that that was that's probably even creepier, honestly. Like that one was like they're both just terrifying to me. But you're forgetting about the most recent remake in Ace Ventura when nature calls when he's on the plane and there, he goes, There is something on the wing. Something. <laughs> Remember that? I yeah, saw that I one. Do in the remember that. Too. I really do remember impression. that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that, that was very in good like impression. the theater in like ninth grade or something too. I don't remember that. Classic. Part. Yeah, I saw it at the second run theater on uh, Taylor Avenue. Oh, I remember that. Yep. Yeah. It's great there. Two dollar nice. movies. Oh, I loved it. That was open for a long time, wasn't I loved it? it? I feel like I yeah. saw a Tyler Perry movie there. Like Hillendale the Movie Theater. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw all of the Ace Ventura movies plus all of the Naked Gun movies. Uh, love Except the, the first Gun. one because that was out when right, I was a right. child. But Naked like, Gun one and two still hold up. Um, also, I think that there, like it's been parodied a lot. There, I think there was an Anthrax video at one point that that kind of oh, yeah, okay. did that, and they're like playing on the wing or something. So that one, in addition, like there was a lot of Twilight Zone ones, right? In particular, I think that season because that well, that's the Devil and Homer Simpson, which I don't know if he actually did that one, if that was one. But then there's that one, and then the other one is the one where Homer's a jack o' lantern. Sorry, Homer's a jack in the box. And that is definitely yeah. a Twilight yeah. Zone. Yeah, which is another terrifying Twilight Zone yeah. episode, which they also did in the movie, uh, where the boy has right. power. Right. Over, he has like omnipotent power, mm-hmm. and uh, the adults just have to constantly do everything. Think he says. Oh thoughts, yeah. 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 Oh my god, I, forgot, so I haven't thought about that in so long. I know. Man, that stuff scared me. As a ch- remember well, in the movie, which, like he took his sister's mouth away. Yeah. She just doesn't have a mouth. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's funny. I've been watching Black Mirror. Mm. It's, I mean, that's basically Twilight Zone. Sure. Right. It's like future Twilight Zone, yeah. I guess. That's pretty sh- messed up show. Mm. It's a great show. There's a new Twilight Zone, too, that's pretty good. Is oh, there? that's the Jordan Peele yeah. one, right? Yeah, the first one is, twi- is a stand-up comedy. You watched it? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, I'd watch more episodes. Check that out. Check it out. Yeah, check, that's check, good stuff. Um... Are there more confessions? Uh, we have one more. I think it's a quick one. Because I can talk about this all day. Okay. I just don't want to take away all no, the we, we spotlight. Lo- no, you're doing great. <laughs> I love hearing. Uh, this is from Simone Subversive, British Virgin Isles, Ooh. or Islands. Can you say, is Isles the same? Don't the ask same me, man. Thing. I live in Towson. I think it's Virgin Islands, though. Right. Well, she wrote Virgin Islands. So, yes. <laughs> Um, the Freddy Krueger one with Willie the groundskeeper scared the bejesus out of me, kind of like the concept of Nightmare on Elm Street did. And the scariest thing is that concept is based on real life, apparently. Did you guys know that? Did not know that. Wes Craven made that movie based on uh, a phenomenon I think is called um, uh, Nightmare Dream Death hmm. that only occurs in East Asian men. Um, and it's there's all this mythology around it, you know, like dream demons and stuff. And that's kind of where Freddy Krueger came from. Hmm. Um, and I think they've just now recently figured out that it has something to do with your heart. But there really were like these uh, refugees, Cambodian war refugees in, Ca- in L.A. at the time uh, who were dying in their sleep. And they thought a dream demon was after them. And when one of, one of them, they found a, a coffee pot in his, in his closet. Weird. Yeah. What? Uh, he probably should have had it. Like you should have drank it instead of. I think he. I think he had. I think he'd been up for days, and his parents like made him go to bed. Coffee pot. (laughs) That's. I'm gonna have freaky dreams now. Right. Right. Yeah. You guys lucid dream. You guys ever lucid dream? I can get myself out of a dream that's uncomfortable. Really. Yeah. Wow. If I know that it's a, I can wake up and be like, this isn't really happening. You go to the bar. You go to the bar and you ask for Barbara. You know, like, is that a thing? Like if you're on an uncomfortable <laughs> OK Cupid date or something, like sometimes, really? yeah, like sometimes bars. Do? Will, right, I don't okay. know if it's Barbara specific. I don't know. I've seen that like in. Yeah, I've heard of that. I don't know why I would see this in a women's room, but I swear, like in in some women's bathrooms, it's like if you're feeling comfortable, like ask for so and so at the bar. Great idea. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, but anyway, the the Freddy Krueger groundskeeper Willie one. Love that episode so much. I believe that's Smart. in the same one as. The 3D Homer one. No, no, it wasn't. you don't it think was so. Later. It was later. It was definitely later. 3D Homer was eighth grade for me, I think. Not because I don't believe you, but just because I want some uh, 
I want some timeline assistance because right, my brain is it. old. But no, keep on going because it's well, great. Well, I, I liked that episode a lot, the lousy smarsh weather. I will say I was a little bummed that they, they only kind of did Freddy in the, the opening, though. And then it kind of, you know what I mean? Like, What do you mean? Like he, he looked like Freddy and acted like Freddy in the, in the opening part of it, the first dream. But then after that, he, he could have just been anybody haunting your dreams. Yeah, I guess that's true, but it's the premise anyway. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at the end, he turns into like a giant bagpipe spider. Right. Like, right. Right. You know, it's whatever the kids can dream. Yeah. Yeah. But as as a as a Nightmare on Elm Street fan, as a kid, I wanted. Oh, to okay. Be, I see. I mean, see, I didn't. Straight. I wasn't allowed to watch those movies. Mm. Uh, mm. so I did not know anything about the actual like right mythology or canon of the show. I just knew what he was, and I knew that I was scared as shit of him. He always like the I remember an advertisement for him when I for Freddy when I was little that was like him holding a child's skull in his hands and me being huh. like, "Huh, this is specifically my enemy. I should stay away from this <laughs> specifically guy." Specifically <laughs> my enemy. I um I think I think that's that specific Nightmare on Elm Street was the first R-rated movie I ever saw. I think. I knew I wasn't supposed to be watching it. It might have been the first horror movie. I'm pretty sure it's the first R-rated one. And uh, it was pretty disturbing. I was allowed to watch uh, other R-rated. I was allowed to watch the Helter Skelter, the Charles Banson oh. story, and I fucking loved it so much. It was wow. like my favorite movie. Why when were I was you a allowed kid. to watch that? I don't know, but I guess because it your was a, like, it's historical value. Exactly. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's based on a book. I think that was totally part of it for sure. <laughs> um, wow. So anyway, yeah. What else? There's the the one where. They they're superheroes. They're like Stretch Girl and like yeah, Lightning Boy. Like that that one's later. not great. That's a later one. How many years did they do it? Do they still do all it? of I them? Think they yeah, still yeah, do yeah. It. yeah. Okay. I know what you diddly did last summer is a really good one. I yeah, actually think that one's pretty funny. Yes, I forgot to put the fog lights in. <laughs> <laughs> that was right on the edge. Yeah, of yeah. When they got bad. Um, oh, uh, the Bart and the Fly. Oh yeah! Oh, that actually has one of my favorite lines in it too. What's that? Uh, when they're at the very beginning, the how they get the matter transporter is that they're at a Frank's garage sale. Uh-huh. He has to like Professor Frank. He has to sell all of his like science gadgets. Uh huh. And there's a the matter transporter. Homer's looking and it's like seventy five cents, <laughs> and he's like. I don't know, 75 cents, <laughs> and it only transports matter. <laughs> so good. Nice. So good. That's awesome. <sighs> um, Let's talk about The Simpsons in general. Yes. They're so great. So perfect. <clears throat> and then they just turned into any other show. Yeah. I feel like I keep getting told by people that some of the newer episodes are like, Good, but You'll I, hear that every now and again. I just don't like care anymore. <laughs> right. One time I, I looked up like the best episodes from like post season 12 or whatever. Uh-huh. And they were okay, but they're not worth It's just like any show can have a It few really funny is that lines. thing you were talking about. We've talked about it a couple of times. We're like, there's just like this right, like, trajectory. Peak. Yeah. yeah. And things just yeah. downhill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not everything can stay good forever. I don't I understand guess why, that though. Good. It's like it's it, because all the best minds like I don't know maybe it's just it's a, why can't th- there has to be I, I think writers is, the, on this planet the who would give their right arm to work on the Simpsons it's the cycle of life man like just you're born you peak and you die and you can't take for granted <laughs> but, like what it means to have like chemistry because if you have chemistry with people yeah then you're gonna write really well and it doesn't matter how good one writer is if you guys all don't kind of jive together. I don't see why they can't have the best comedy writing team on the planet, pretty much. I mean, they probably think they do, but you can, this is the whole thing. You can go to Harvard and find supposedly the best writers coming out of the lampoon Uh or whatever. But if, but there's the guy who might actually be the best is some guy who didn't go to college. And also, yeah, not just that, but it's almost like, you know, when they have the super groups. Of bands, they're never like Velvet good. Revolver. Yeah, like they're never as good as like 
the other bands. Yeah. So it's like I think you're right. Like there was like this perfect group of yeah. people. I don't know. Temple of the Dog is pretty great, man. <laughs> they were. Pretty They're good. still not as good. <laughs> I mean, that one song is okay. Yeah, they had a few good ones on that album, but not compared to like Say Hello to Heaven. How many good songs All Soundgarden has, or how many good songs Pearl Jam has? Right. It's yeah. not even yeah. close. Yeah. But I feel like that's the thing. Probably with the Simpsons, like you had this perfect amalgam of like is amalgam the right word? Yes. Like of people. That were just like the right time, right place, right I minds agree. together. I don't, and I don't made buy this it. Perfect thing. I hear yeah. what you're saying. I still think with a little bit of effort, they could recapture the magic with the right writing team. I think the onion never got unfunny, you know? Like some things can continue. You just gotta keep your writing team sharp. This is not to discredit yeah, the fine discredit the fine people <laughs> of the onion, but I think that a little bit less goes into the onion than goes into the Simpsons as well, far so as like the onion, work and you know preparation. The jokes, yeah, like, you maybe. know what it could be? Like it could be something to do with like who is the person like I guess Matt Grining is like or Grun, however the pronounce his name. He actually has like, very little to do with any of the right. actual writing. Yeah, he essentially wonder, like, sold the concept of his show to uh, Fox and then like the writing was taken out of his hand. Well, no, no, this was at the very beginning. He never, he had like some, what he essentially did was like, you have the rights to my entire thing. I just want a percentage of merchandise. Wow. And so he is a billionaire a million times over because of the Simpsons merchandising that they did excessively, Uh you know, uh but he has little to nothing to do with any of the writing, joke telling or storytelling of the show at all. And actually as from books that I've read, people like, don't particularly enjoy him very much. Really? He doesn't seem like that. Yeah, I don't that, know. Uh, what were you going to say, Mike? Oh, just like something about the people in with The Onion, you constantly have young writers trying to pitch new headlines and yeah. new ideas. So you have this like these people that are hungry, whereas like with The Simpsons, like in the beginning they're hungry and they create this great thing mm-hmm. and then they're doing okay and then it just don't care as why much. not then, get new writers then just be like you guys just, aren't cutting it we need new writers well, who's like, in charge of that you know like it's uh, I, I don't know homer, i wonder if it's I like <laughs> homer simpson the more halloween decisions. episodes uh the doll z for zombies which i always loved i loved like yeah it's a great one that his incantation to raise the dead was just like product and business names like Calgore, <laughs> yeah. Kresge, <Right>. Walmart. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. And like, yeah. um, and that he was wearing a Michael Jackson yeah. album cover yeah, on why, his head. Oh, that's what that was? He took yeah. like a record? I always wondered about that. Why? Is, I always thought like, was I, that a just thing? His, like his, Michael Jackson. When, he, when like Flanders comes up and he's like, hey, Homer, I'm feeling a bit peckish. Mind if I chew your ear? And then Homer <laughs> shoots him. And... Bart's like, you shot the zombie Flanders. And he's like, he was a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> so good. He was a zombie. Oh, man. Also, The Monkey's Paw. Remember that oh, one? Oh, yeah, that's a great one. I watched yeah. that one a million times. Some of these are making me a little nauseous thinking about because I would always watch these when I was homesick. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> so I'm associating them with an upset tummy. The monkey, the monkey's paw is good. He orders a, a turkey sandwich because he thinks it's the one thing they right, can't fuck right. up. And he's like... The br- I want good to bread. Turn into a turkey. Good bread. Nice hot mustard. Turkey's a little dry. The turkey's a little <laughs> dry. Oh, foul the cursed thing. What <laughs> demons from the depths of hell created thee? <laughs> so good. <laughs> from the so depths good. of hell created thee. I loved it when Homer would randomly be really smart like that. Mm-hmm. I know. That's why like, I love that too. It's so good. Oh, man. And what else is in that? Oh, the one where uh, the crusty doll is evil. Yeah, that was a good one. Someone set this thing to evil. <laughs> That's <laughs> all it is, is a switch. <laughs> it has sprinkles. That's good. <laughs> oh, it's such a classic. <laughs> there goes my last ounce of heterosexuality. Uh, so good. Homer so runs good. across the room naked. Hey, Homer, I can see your doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Flanders. <laughs> I can so see good. your doodle. Oh, uh, Homer's great. butt. Which great. Is amazing. When you saw Homer's butt. Oh, we haven't really discussed Uter, uh, the Uter Broughton. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That one's great. That one always cracked me up. (laughs) Um, The free-range children. And it's really hard to clean this pot, but you're... (laughs) 
keep spilling meat tenderizer all over me. <laughs> oh, See, man. <laughs> I'll tell you, though, like I was saying before, like that stuff was kind of disturbing to see these characters that you know and you love mm-hmm. and they're cute and they're funny to see them like murdering each other mm-hmm. was kind of disturbing as a kid because you never yeah, saw that yeah, with yeah. anything else. You, you know, know t- there was like a <clears throat> Three's Company Halloween episode where they're just like killing each other. Really? Is it like a fantasy thing? No, I'm saying there's not that. Oh, okay, okay. There was, uh, I remember a Punky Brewster episode that kind of freaked me out as a kid. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love Punky Brewster. She was awesome. Did you watch uh, Sesame Street? Oh, yeah. Do you remember the sketch where, like, um, Ernie is a Egyptian explorer? Or, no, no, Bird is an Egyptian explorer, and he's in a tomb, and there's, like, a mummy Ernie that fucking creepy. scared the shit out of me. It was really creepy. Well, the count was freaking scary, <laughs> yeah, 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 too. Sure. I, I used to have to run upstairs when the count would come on. The thunder and the lightning was <laughs> scary. <laughs> scary. He's a freaking vampire. He's a vampire. Why do they have yeah, a vampire yeah. with fangs he implying fangs. that he murders people? He's got uh, inverted, you know, uh, greater than signs his eyebrows, so yeah. he's definitely yeah. evil. He was scary. Oh, I liked him. Apparently, they had to tone down his scariness over the years. Yeah, how, what did they do? Take away the blood? I think he had Less a really blood. sinister laugh in the beginning. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and, um, you know, he had like that gothic castle with like spiders everywhere. Yeah. Scary for a kid. Yeah, pointy Good nose. <laughs> that and the uh, Skeletor's laugh at the beginning of He Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to run upstairs for that, too. But, you know, I was like 22. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's all I can think of. I'm sure there's more. There's absolutely yeah, more. Yeah, that I'm. I like the one with the dolphins. Dolphins. And the do- oh yeah. And that's a that's a later one, but that one in particular that was one pretty was good. funny. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm missing a lot of them because there's the ones that those are the best ones, though. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Anything else we uh, we want to discuss here? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, it was great. All right, cool. Yeah, it was a great episode. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for thanks for having me scary. on, boys. Of course, anytime. Maybe we can have you come just talk Simpsons in general sometimes. We can definitely do that. We'll do best do episode. That. Yes. I need a br- and I'll brush up so I won't feel. For like the record, doesn't know what the best episode is the Lemon of Troy. <laughs> That's a good one. The Lemon Tree. Yes. That is so a great good. episode. <laughs> Shelbyville. Or or the Monorail episode is also really good. Monorail is well, that's the Batman one that we're discussing. It is, but it's one of the ones that I had on tape, so I know it by heart. All right, well, thank you so much for stopping by, Bridget. Thank you. Thanks, Mike G. Of course. And we will see you next time on the Confessional. <laughs>